What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Jimmy Mullen Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, before we get into all of today's topics, uh, I just wanted to address uh, some stuff that has happened uh, since the previous episode last week. Uh, for one, uh, I've been posting clips from older episodes on platforms like TikTok and Instagram, as well as the YouTube Shorts feature over on the Clips channel, which, by the way, if you didn't know, I post clips from this podcast over on a separate channel. Uh, if you just go to at Jimmy Mullen Clips, you can uh, you can find that and you can watch those. It's just like the ones on TikTok and Instagram. So if you've seen those, you kind of understand what you're getting into. Uh, but if not, if you haven't seen them, uh, YouTube is another way to check them out. I've been posting a couple of clips from older episodes that I put out in like the early months of 2022. And some of them have started to gain a good amount of traction. I also got a shout out from Long Island Wise Guy on Instagram with one of the posts. Uh, so if you've come from Long Island Wise Guy or anything of the sorts, or if you stumbled across it or you followed my TikTok or my Instagram, I just want to say thank you uh, because it did so well to the point where the podcast page is now at over 300 followers and I just hit 1,000 followers on TikTok. So uh, from the bottom of my heart, I've never had that many followers on anything all the likes and comments and all the positive feedback, even some people going to the YouTube channel, leaving comments saying they love my stuff. Thank you. I really appreciate your comments. Uh, they're really heartwarming and uh, they make me feel great. And uh, yeah, uh, moral of the story, uh, if you're sitting on old content, you should probably put it out because you might be sitting on some gold. Uh, you never know. Maybe you just didn't reach the right audience or you didn't put all the effort you could into it. Now you're going back a year later and you're throwing some stuff out there based on your old stuff. You know, hey, it works. It's working for me. Uh, the clip has almost 100K views on Instagram. So, I mean, hey, uh, I guess I'm doing something. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there and say thank you uh, to everyone who's followed and liked and commented and interacted in any sort of way with the podcast. Uh, if you're pretty new or anything like that, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, why don't you hit it? What are you waiting for? Hit the bell. Let me know you like what you see. And uh, I've also got a support page. Uh, I've also updated my link tree as well. It looks a lot nicer now and a lot more organized. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. All right. Now with all that out of the way, let's finally get into all of the stuff that happened in the month of January that piqued my interest uh, as well as talking about some stuff I watched this month. To start out, uh, Party City filed for bankruptcy this month. Party City is a store that I went to growing up for Halloween costumes and once in a blue moon when my family would throw any kind of party for my brother and I because that didn't always happen on our birthdays. Usually we'd just go out to dinner or something like that. I'm honestly not surprised to see something like this happen. Uh, and while there are a lot of people that go into Party City when I am in Party City, that's mainly because it's like a couple days before Halloween and everyone's doing their last minute shopping with like the little product that's available on the shelf because it's all sold out at that point. They also have a competitor to Spirit Halloween called Halloween City. And I have been to those. And honestly, I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's literally just all the stuff that Party City has Halloween related, but expands like a bit more in regards to like the decorations and things like that. I mean, at least when I went, the selection wasn't the greatest, and I definitely remember Spirit always having a better costume selection anyway. I always found it kind of weird that they had their own spinoff to Spirit. Like, why not just keep all your stuff in Party City? 
I remember seeing the commercials growing up and like, you know, they, they looked really enticing. It's like, wow, I really want to go get my costume there. But, uh, I don't know, I guess times have changed. People are really more attracted to the pop-up store than the, than the one that's always been there. This also makes me wonder for the future of these kind of products, because like I said, you can get this kind of stuff at Walmart and Target, but Party City was also a specialty store because of the fact that it's really just for party supplies and Halloween stuff during the Halloween season. Well, places like Home Goods and Michaels and Hobby Lobby and Target and Walmart have to up their game. Will they have to expand to more things like Halloween costumes? You can even buy freaking Halloween costumes at Target. Like, they usually have, like, a whole wall full of them. I mean, granted, whenever I do look in that section, it's usually empty by the time I do. And I don't think the costumes were that really standout-ish anyway. But, hey, I mean, it's some kind of option, I guess. I don't know. It's a shame to see this go. I, I wish it didn't have to be like this. But, you know, I, let's be realistic. Were you really going to Party City that often? We also got the Oscar nominations uh, this past week and a half. Uh, and unfortunately, I missed out on a bunch of the big hitters this past year, uh, other than some blockbusters. So most of these I haven't seen. Uh, I will say that I'm happy that Turning Red was nominated for Best Animated Feature. And even though I haven't seen it, um, honestly, I'm going to vote for Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish, if I was able to vote, which I can't because I'm not in the Academy, but... If I could, I'd probably vote for that because uh, I haven't seen the film, but from what I've seen on clips online and things like that uh, that were kind of spoiled to me, but I feel like don't give much away in regards to the film. Uh, the film looks really great, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up winning. I am planning on watching at least a few of these films right before the Oscars. That way I can say I've seen them and I can tell people that I like them or don't like them. I definitely want to see everything everywhere all at once before the Oscars come out. Also, huge shout-out to Straw Hat Goofy for getting the spotlight during the Oscar nominations. That man was on national television. Up there with Robin Roberts and everything. Good for you, man. Creator Clash 2 also got announced, the sequel to the Influencer Charity Boxing event from last year hosted by iDubbbz. The first Creator Clash, watching that live, was honestly phenomenal. I think the best aspect of that was the fact that most of the fighters were mystery fighters in regards to how are they going to do, because... A good portion of them hadn't really ever entered the boxing ring prior to preparing for this event. Seeing people like Matt and Ryan from Super Mega, The Odd Ones Out, Michael Reeves, Eco Raptor, Harley from Epic Mealtime, all of these creators getting in the ring and beating the shit out of each other really was so fascinating to see. I've always thought the content creator boxing scene was pretty interesting, but I feel like pretty quickly it got too oversaturated with a bunch of people that only care about the money and the views. Creator Clash, I feel like, is a bit of a change of pace in regards to the types of creators that are a part of it. People that just want to do good for a good cause. No one's getting paid or anything like that. It's all for charity. And honestly, I think that's the most wholesome part about it. I don't know if I'd ever do it personally, but I love seeing a bunch of these creators get together for something really great. And I will absolutely be watching it that night. And you bet your ass I'll be giving my thoughts on it in a future episode. A good amount of the fighters from the first year are returning along with some new faces like Leon Hart, Myth, Froggy Fresh, and Chris Raygun, Alex Wasabi. This is looking to be a pretty exciting event considering how greatly the first one went. I can't wait to see how this one goes. I'm sure it's going to be a blast. Brendan Urie is leaving behind Panic at the Disco. 
when it comes to panic i've really only listened to the classics that everyone knows as well as delved a bit deeper into the discography but i also have not listened to the latest album and i was not the biggest fan of pray for the wicked what's the goal here exactly because he has been the front man for panic at the disco for so long and now that everyone else has left and it's just been him it's like does does panic at the disco not exist anymore What's going on there? Is he just going to be under Brendan Urie now when he's credited on songs? I mean, he's already done that with artists like Lil Dicky and Benny Blanco and Juice World. But yeah, this was a pretty interesting headline to see. Uh, of course, rest in peace to Panic at the Disco. And let me know in the comments what your favorite song from the band was. In regards to TV this month, uh, we got the start of The Bad Batch Season 2. And I gotta say, so far, so good. With the stakes as high as they are after the season finale, I'm really excited to see where these characters go. Uh, I feel like the start of it has been not as crazy, but at the same time, the start of the first season was a bit slow as well. So I feel like once the season picks up a bit more, uh, I will certainly be in intrigued. Oh yeah, that new Velma show came out this month on HBO Max, and guess what? It's terrible. It's so bad that it's as bad as everyone's saying it is. Look, I'm not against an adult animated Scooby-Doo series, but I'm against this one because it's so different from everything else to the point where none of these characters even feel like their original counterparts by any means. And that has nothing to do with gender swapping or skin color swapping or anything like that. You can make the same character and have different attributes, but when you can but when you change the character's personality entirely, it looks a little sour. That's not Velma. That's not Shaggy. The fourth wall breaking is overly done and is way too tiring at this point. I feel like Rick and Morty already did that for us years ago. This show so far, I feel like has no redeeming qualities. I've seen like the first four episodes at this point, And I honestly, I don't even know if I want to continue because it's just such a bore. Not to mention there's no Scooby. But honestly, after that whole false information Honestly, though, after that false image of a, a girl named Scooby that Shaggy starts dating, uh, I'm kind of glad that we don't have Scooby-Doo in the show because um, it probably would end up being something like that. Scooby's not even in the show. That should just be a red flag right away. Now, in regards to movies, I did watch a few this month, but only one new release. I saw Megan in theaters this past week. This movie was actually pretty fun. Thankfully, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, I think it gets the right balance of killer doll, uh, funny versus serious. I think it does a really great job at that. All the characters' actions are believable enough with Megan being pretty goofy at times. I like how it ties in with how technology reliance affects social skills because your boy definitely felt that one. As someone who grew up with no friends and my only friend was my computer, uh, I, I, I resonated with this movie pretty well, honestly. Megan's a fun watch, and I do recommend seeing it in a theater. I feel like that will up the experience a lot better for most people, like it did for myself. I was laughing a good amount at some times. Honestly, a great start to the year, especially since January is usually the month where Hollywood dumps all their trash. I gave it a 7 out of 10, which I think is fair. There are parts where I think the movie is really goofy, and I think that works for the movie in a lot of aspects. I'm glad that the film doesn't take itself too seriously and is able to have a nice balance between comedy and and horror and you know all that kind of shit it, it's just a fun dumb movie it's also already getting a sequel in 2025 as well and i honestly think that's well deserved this one was a lot of fun 
As for some music that came out this month, uh, the Fairly Odd Parents soundtrack is now on streaming platforms. It's this nice little compilation that Nickelodeon put together. It's not like a release of an old album or something. This is a completely new soundtrack released in 2023. It includes the theme song as well as many classic songs from the show. Of course, Shiny Teeth really being the standout there. That's really the only one that I personally remember from the show other than the theme song. For years, I've been listening to the Nate Wants to Battle cover of the song in placement of it since it wasn't on streaming platforms, and I think it's well-deserved because I've seen it pop up pretty frequently on TikTok recently, people doing dances to the song and stuff like that. Lil Yachty also dropped a new album called Let's Start Here, and I think this is honestly one of the best things I've heard in a while. Lil Yachty freaking gave us a psychedelic rock album. I was not expecting that in my bingo card for this year, but I will gladly take it. I have to listen to it a few more times to really take it in overall, but I've really enjoyed a lot of the tracks from it. Certainly better than what Trippy Red was putting out this year, that's for damn sure. That's it for new stuff in January. There were a couple of other things that I checked out this month that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Sonic Prime Season 1, I watched in the beginning of this year. Uh, It's really fun so far. Uh, I'm glad to see that Man of Action is behind it. I love the world building in this show, as I feel like we never get that from Sonic games nowadays. I also imagine the characters have new voice actors, so that way they can have this crew focus on this show and have everyone else focus on the games and things like that. I think having two separate voice acting teams makes it a lot easier. That way, if they really want to pump out new episodes of Sonic Prime forever and ever, they can just have that cast. And let's say that you know they want people to record for the game they can also do that simultaneously if there's like a new sonic game out or something like that i think it works out in their favor i'm not even too mad with the new voice actors i think it takes a little bit getting used to but it's not too different to the point where i think a little kid would even really notice that much it's also great seeing characters like rouge and big the cat because they never get love nowadays And of course, Shadow the Hedgehog in anything is going to be awesome. So uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying Sonic Prime. I love the whole universe hopping thing they got going on. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the second season, especially with the way the first one ends. I also watched Ready Player One this month. Uh, It was directed by Steven Spielberg, came out in 2018. Uh, I don't remember the movie much. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, It has something to do with corruption in a virtual reality video game in the future. And I remember the trailers showing all these popular IP, and I was like, oh, that's that looks really cool. I'm going to go see it when it comes out. And then I never did. Uh, so then I finally watched it, and uh, those characters that they showed in the trailers, they're not in the movie. Like, they're, they're barely in the movie. It's just tons of, like, oh, cool, uh, this girl drives the, the motorcycle from Akira. Oh, this guy drives the DeLorean from Back to the Future. It's just like, oh, wow, look at this cool thing. And, like, And none of that really has to do with the plot. It's more of just fan service. And I feel like fan service is fine in some aspects, but when when your entire movie is banking on that to make money and then, like, the movie comes out and people are disappointed because all you did was fool them into going to see your movie because you featured all these iconic characters and stuff, I don't know, man. I feel like it kind of just comes off as scummy, and as a result, I feel like it kind of dwindles the movie a lot. Honestly, kind of forgettable. Uh, And it's a shame because uh, Steven Spielberg made this. And uh, yeah, like I said, I don't really remember much of the movie's plot. I think that just kind of goes to show uh, the the quality of this film, at least in my opinion. I also watched the Cowboy Bebop movie this month. 
I watched the show back in early 2021, and I fucking loved it. The live-action show from Netflix, I feel like, is very faithful to the original series in a lot of aspects, but I think changes a lot to the point where it makes it unbearable sometimes. With them changing the ending as well, I you know wasn't a big fan of that either. The movie takes place like midway through the series, as far as I know, and this movie is good. It is really, really good. The stakes are really high. You've got this guy on the loose that's like, you know, he, he can't die, basically. He's like immune to this stuff that's in the air. And, you know, if he touches uh, someone or kisses them, then all of a sudden they're immune as well. This movie's freaking great. A virus gets loose, and now it's up to the Bebops to figure out where it came from, who's behind it. Also, this movie completely convinced me that Spike Spiegel is not human. Like... How do you survive getting shot that many freaking times and you're still going? Makes no sense. This movie made like no money at the box office, but I guarantee if they re-released it now, I'm sure it would make a good amount of money. I'd certainly be there to check it out. I also watched Breaking Bad Season 2 this past month, and uh, I'm not going to say much now. Uh, You'll have to wait for my next solo when I talk about Season 2 of the show. Uh, I I can just say, though, that I've been dying to watch Season 3. Like, uh, I, I got to make that video. Uh, so that'll that'll be the next solo you guys see. It'll, it probably won't be episode 60, but it'll be like number 61 or something like that. Uh, I'm really excited to continue this show because season one, while it was great, started out a little slow. And then season two just kept getting crazier and crazier every episode. And um, I, I don't know how they're going to continue it with season three, but I'm really excited to see how that goes. I also did a bit of binging with uh, Impractical Jokers and Regular Show and uh, select episodes of Ben 10, like I do. I also went to a Zillikami meet and greet at a Zoomies this month with my friend Thomas. Got to meet some cool people there, followed some people back on Instagram. It was kind of like a last minute thing. Thomas called me up. He was like, hey, I'm going to this meet and greet. It's out by you. You want to come with? I was like, sure, why not? It's cool meeting him. We got some pictures together. Uh, and we also got featured on the Zoomies Instagram page and the TikTok page. So that was pretty cool. It was also great seeing Thomas again. I'm sure, especially because of the success of these clips I've been putting out, I'm sure I'll have him on the podcast again really soon. Before I end off this episode, I'm going to do something a little new uh, that I haven't really done before. And I'm actually going to be highlighting other creators, other videos from other creators, uh, whether I found them this month or just new videos from people I've been watching for a long time. I figured I would give you guys a little way to check out some stuff that I watch in my spare time. Uh, So to start out, Kean Carlisle did a nine-hour-long deep dive of Wizards of Waverly Place after doing deep dives of Lab Rats, Mighty Med, and Lab Rats Elite Force. It's honestly very well made. It goes through all four seasons of the show, shows where the actors are now, asks tons of questions about the lore and how things work in the show, Things that are explained in a one-off situation and never brought up again. It's an absolutely great watch. Ali Tricasso also made a great deep dive video on Kick Messenger. If you're around my age at the moment, you probably are familiar with Kick Messenger, but are also not too familiar with how it is now. They should have just kept it a messenger. That's all I'm going to say. I also recommend her videos on Amino and Making Internet Friends. I think they're great watches. I also watched a new video from Peter Netter this week. It's an it's a nearly two-hour-long tier list video about spin-off racing games, whether it's Mario Kart, Sonic games, Crash Racing games, or any racing games from something like Nickelodeon or Lego Racers or Hello Kitty Cruisers, all the different kinds of racing games. 
It's a pretty great video. Gabby Bell put out a really great video about Spotify's non-shuffle algorithm, as well as Google's autofill technology and how that serves to help us in our daily lives. Cole Perrin also put out his end of the year videos for 2022, including the Photoshop contest and what we're leaving in 2022. Also, thank you for the shout out, Cole. I really appreciate it. And of course, Scott the Waz put out his Christmas special a little late, but still amazing. It's a deep dive all about Data Design, a company that put out a bunch of copy-paste platforming games for the Wii and PS2. Most of them are pretty bad. But anyway, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to probably do this every month uh, where I just start talking about random things that happen throughout the month uh, instead of just doing it in random times or when I just don't have an episode. Uh, I kind of want to just, you know, compile it all together, put it out at the end of the month. It might not be like exactly on the weekly schedule. Maybe it'll be like a bonus or something. I'm still kind of working all that out. But regardless, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, If you did, make sure you hit that like button, leave a comment, share with your friends, hit the sub button. If you're new, hit the bell. If you're listening on uh, audio platforms, make sure you uh, leave a five-star rating and let me know what you think about the episode in the Q&A section on Spotify. Uh, Spotify's got that. The podcast is also in clip form on YouTube as well as on TikTok and Instagram. You can also find updates on Twitter and Facebook. Links are all in the description. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will catch you all in the next one. Take it easy. Peace.